and see, I, to- <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I told you. So uh, the Earth spins every three years, three hundred sixty-five point twenty-five days. Okay. So with those three years, that fourth year, the reason why we have that leap year is all that time that we uh, accumulated. So it's just that extra day. Oh, I see. Just the Earth turns just a little bit too much. Uh, <laughs> just a little bit too much. Too many left turns. Yeah. Jeff so, Gordon. Uh, when did the uh, daylight saving start? Stop. Start. Oh, like back. <laughs> Fuck. I, how am I? What do I look like? A Put fucking... on your powdered wigs. We're doing a fucking history <laughs> lesson. <laughs> The Necronomicon awaits. A ritual must be performed. Seems fairly obvious. Batu! Barada! I told you I would find you. Noni! Fast, fast in your seatbelts. It's going to be a bump, bump, bumping night. It's showtime. What's your name? What? What is your name? We are men of misfortune. What is going on, misfortunate listeners? Welcome to another episode of Men of Misfortune. I am your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. And I'm your reigning dipshit, Jake. I forgot who I was. (laughs) (laughs) You're still fucked up from last night, apparently. No. No. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm just tired. I'm Riley Wallen. It's nice to have you wonderful folks here. In your studio, in the room. In my studio, in my room, in my house, in this wonderful state of Iowa. Fuck. I hate it. I don't know about the wonderful wonderful part. part. Yeah, the wonderful part. (laughs) (laughs) So I just wanted to go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Mason is not here today. He is busy doing family stuff. It is Thanksgiving right now, or Black Friday, whatever you want to call it. Every day should be Thanksgiving because you should be thankful for everything you do, you pieces of shit. That's right. (laughs) You got to thank somebody at least once a day, even if you don't mean it. So before I get too fucked up and forget about it, I wanted to go ahead and say uh, that we have our items finally for the raffle that we will be doing. Uh, Basically, we all we ask is you to do a follow, do a share of the post that we will be making on Instagram, Facebook, Hive and uh, (laughs) and Snapchat. Uh, just basically take a screenshot, show that you shared it, uh, share the uh, post that we'll be making, and then send us a message. Whatever works for you, right? That all, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Tag two friends in the post too. Yeah, tag tag a friend in it, and be but, sure to post it to your story on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Well, not TikTok, maybe TikTok. I don't know. We don't, we don't really follow a lot of people on TikTok. Snapchat. How's that sound? Yeah, basically all you have to do is is uh, take a screenshot that you followed us, tag a friend, share it, and then send it to us. Take a screenshot, send it to us, and you'll be entered in our free raffle for some cool brand new merch that we just got, which I'm super excited to show you guys. Uh, we did show some of our Facebook people, some of our Instagram folks, our new Hive I still think that's a fucking weird ass app that I'm that that's now part of my repertoire <laughs> and Snapchat. So without any further ado, we're gonna go ahead and get on to the news stories. Jake, go ahead and start us the fuck off. All right, I got a short one to start us out with. A statue of Jesus in India mysteriously began dripping water from its toes. The worshippers started collecting it and drinking it, believing it was holy water. The source of the water was later found to be a clogged toilet near a statue. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't read that part of the story. I'm glad I didn't. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was like behind the wall of the statue in like up a story, I believe it was. You know, the, the pipe was all cracked and the water was just dripping down and everyone's like, oh, my God, holy water. And the guy that found it was like, all right, that's not normal. Where's it coming from? And he found out the uh, where the source of it. And now he's receiving death threats. Well, you know what they say, man. India Jesus works in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> All I picture is the South Park episode where Randy admits that he's an alcoholic and they take him to the Virgin Mary statue and it's shooting blood from, I think, her vagina or where, where was it? Her her, uh, yeah, her okay. asshole, I think, of the statue. And, oh, yeah. And the Pope yeah. shows up and like <laughs> says that it's not a miracle. That's all I can fucking think about. Yeah, I can't remember what exactly it was, but it was something to the effect of the actual real life event that oh, we're talking about. So it was coming from her. That's, that's how it was. It was coming from her asshole. And then the Pope came and like got squirted with the blood. And he's like, it's not a it's not a miracle because women bleed from their vaginas. That's <laughs> oh, what man. it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious, though. So to all the. Um, inhabitants of that village in india i hope your e coli treatment is going well <laughs> and um, i know plumbers are probably scarce over there but we wish you the best duct tape lots of duct tape duct tape plumber's tape plumber's tape <laughs> did you guys know speaking of plumbers do you guys know that black friday the day after thanksgiving to all plumbers is called brown friday because it's the most clogged toilet day in all of the year you know, sometimes you sit at my table and you say some shit that I don't know if is real. That's actually a fact. And I, I go home it, and I, I think take that to right. the, I, I take that shit to the bank and I go home and I, then I tell somebody without <laughs> fact checking it, assuming it's real life. I think we need like an in-house fact checker for some of the shit we say. Yeah, we need to get like just a, a casual person at the desk and then anytime something gets said and we just look at him and go, is that a fun <laughs> fact of Jake's or is this just... You like know. earlier when I said RCA so for remote control adapter and you believe me? Yeah, you no, both it did. like it you like, both did. Well, he, you know what really gave it away is that Riley, I looked at Riley for like I was just like, that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, he's right. I, that's a fact. It makes sense, right? I, I just without any like hesitation was just like, Yep, that's what it means. And I was like, wait a minute. No, that's not what that means. <laughs> I had to fact check myself. It was like my conscience being like, no, 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 that's not it. That is not it. Well, moving on, we're going to get into another story here. Oh, this is a good one. Coming from nprnews.org, an owl twice attacked a Washington woman. A biologist says it's becoming more common. Kirsten Matheson was walking alone in the woods by her Hansville, Washington home when she was attacked. There was no warning. Her attack her attacker was fast and silent but left its mark. Who? <laughs> the owl. Who? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it felt like getting punched in the back of the head by someone wearing rings, Matheson told NPR. Luckily she was able to get photos and videos of her attacker, a white barreled owl. You know, that's the first thing I do when I'm getting attacked. Pull out your phone. <laughs> pull your I phone pull out, out my phone and start recording myself. Like, ah! Oh, you see this? You see this? It's I like, was so startled. <laughs> it reminds me of the video. Like, I get if you see, like, somebody being attacked. Like, that's one thing to do. But, like, did you guys see that video a long time ago? Like, I think I shared it a couple of years ago where, like, 
the gigantic snake died and like the girl was like I don't know, some lady was like holding it, like crying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. It's like right when TikTok was like becoming a thing. Yeah. And it shows the guy like mimic how that video was supposed to, like, how it went. Obviously. Yeah, he like walks up to like the edge of the room, just like sets his phone down, and he's just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, it's fucked up. <laughs> Have you ever seen what a fucking owl's talons look like? Oh, they're terrifying. They're yeah. so scary. I'm surprised this woman still has like any of her appendage- appendages. Have so you seen their legs? They're fucking huge. Yeah, they're gigantic. Yeah, I don't get how where they go. Like, where did where did the fucking owl legs go? They tuck them up. So they're just always squatting. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What dicks? So <laughs> she said that luckily, like I said, she was able to get photos and videos of her attacker, a white-barreled barred owl. The attack was unprompted, Matheson said. She was just walking as she always does. In fact... With fish in her hair. Yeah. She had seen this owl before and there was never any problem. <laughs> um, I mean, you fucking... <laughs> yeah, they've got pictures of the owl, too. 90% of the time, your attacker is a close one. Right. It's someone, right. no, someone you know. Yeah, someone you know. Someone you know. Yeah, judging by all the pictures here, like. She, How fucked up did she get? Um, Pretty fucked up. She's got, like, some deep uh, gashes on her scalp and uh, got the side of her face pretty good. That's just what she gets for. Pissing off an owl? Walking down a sidewalk. Like, <laughs> so do you think... Know, that's a crime. Do you think it attacked her because the owl hooed in the tree and she yelled Mike Jones back? <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. She didn't bring any treats that day, I guess. Like, maybe the owl killed off all the random mice around her house or something and he was just jaded about it. Just super pissed <laughs> that she's not feeding him anymore? Yeah, something like that. With that story being said, all our condolences go out to the attacked, the victim here. Who? But fuck that owl. Fuck that owl, man. That's all <laughs> I got to say. Owl. Fuck that owl. <laughs> Fucking coming at me with, like, sharp razor blades his feet. Fuck you, man. I'm actually proud of myself. I only said who three times the whole story, so. It's okay. For all the owls listening out there, don't attack Jake. Okay. I'm not doing? yelling Mike Jones back at you. <laughs> <laughs> So moving on, next story. The National Park Service wants humans to stop licking this toad. Go into almost any park and there's often reminders to refrain from going near petting or feeding wildlife. Not licking strange animals was simply a given until now. Bum, bum, bum. The National Park Service has added tongue contact with Soran Desert Toad among its various warnings for park visitors. As we see with the most things, come on, man, stop. As we say with most things you come across in the national park, whether it be a banana slug or an unfamiliar mushroom, dude, or a large toad with glowing eyes in the dead of the night, please, please, brother, refrain from licking. Dude, you were borderline Canadian the whole time. Nuh-uh. Uh, that was pretty Canadian. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. I just wait for the it. <laughs> I said man and dude. Yeah, we're not that close to the border. It's okay. Um, Fuck, man. You know, this kind of goes back to like the Tide Pods we talked about on the less, the last Minimus Fortune episodes. Just because it looks good, guys, doesn't mean you put it in your mouth. <laughs> Just because it looks like it'll get you high doesn't mean it will. 
So the reason why people are doing this, it says, despite the risk, some people have discovered that the toad's toxic secretions contain a powerful hallucinogenic known as, def- or known as 5-MeO-DMT. So basically, they're getting free hits of DMT from licking this toad. And most people smoke it. I wonder how long the trip lasts. Because uh, a trip of DMT lasts, like, I don't know, 10, 10 seconds, 15, 30, a minute. Uh, like, like five to 10 minutes, I want to say. I have it, no idea. I don't do drugs. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't remember. It was like a one-time thing. I did it one time, and I, I barely remember it. So apparently, in the last few years, smoking the amphibian secretions has grown in popularity so much that... So much so that the species is even considered threatened, at least in New Mexico, due to collectors that want to use the animal for drug use, according to the state's Department of Game and Fish. So not only are these people just wandering around in the forest, tripping fucking balls, (laughs) they're endangering the species of toad because they want to get fucked up. (laughs) That is just selfish. You (laughs) (laughs) You want to know who's been at the, uh, the aid of the frogs, though? You'll never guess who's going to be there for the frogs. Who? <laughs> Mike Tyson. I was going to say. Mike Tyson has spoken out about it, and some researchers <laughs> have even began to study its potential therape- therapeutic benefits. President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, what a winner, has written about <laughs> <laughs> using MEODMC therapy as a form of addiction treatment. Well, I mean, it's got some positives. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's Is there a all quote bad. from Mike Tyson in there? No, I'm really sad it doesn't know. I was hoping you'd read that in no, the Mike Tyson. It just says I was going to say theater. Alex Jones when you said guess who. As a past toad advocator, Alex Jones. <laughs> I think, I think you just broke soup. <laughs> I think I did too. <laughs> oh, I picture about. Do you remember when uh, the Alex Jones band was a thing? I sent you a bit, or I think I like their band camp or something. Yeah, I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they have a band <laughs> called the Alex Jones Band. It's just him fucking screaming into the microphone about the frogs being gay and shit. <laughs> they got like a death metal band in the background. It's fucking, it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> so for our listeners here who are hopefully as laughing as much as we are, if you haven't heard of the death metal Alex Jones band, be sure to check them out. They're on SoundCloud, I believe. I'm pretty sure they're on SoundCloud. If you want to look them up, they're fucking hilarious. SoundCloud, Bandcamp, wherever you find your music. Sure. They're probably there. Don't know. Jake, what do we got next? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm really excited for this one, actually. So a shipment of baby wipes turns out to be $11.8 million worth of cocaine. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you parents out there, you don't need baby wipes. Only cocaine. Hey, I need baby wipes. Like right now, like actual baby wipes? Because I got boxes, bro. Shit myself. (laughs) So U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers discovered more than 1,500 pounds of cocaine hidden in a place where you least expect it. A shipment of baby wipes. They found it on a Friday in the Laredo, Columbia's uh, Solitary International Bridge, according to the agency. Officials say CB, CBP officer in the Laredo, Columbia, Solitary Bridge stopped a tractor trailer bringing in a shipment of baby wipes for a secondary inspection. 
They tweeted out a picture, colossal record-setting seizure, largest cocaine bust in 20 years. The Red Port entry seizes over 1,500 pounds of cocaine from the transnational criminal organizations. And I'll tell you that, it does not look like baby wipes to me. That is no. quite a bit of cocaine. Yeah. If you don't see the picture, there, it's just a... It's just, it looks like a normal, like, police, like, we're proud of what we got picture. Like, that's a lot of cocaine. I don't know about normal, but, yeah, that's a... <laughs> 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 I don't think your normal traffic stop includes 1,500 pounds of cocaine. <laughs> you never know who they're pulling over. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the agency said estimated street value of the seized cocaine totaled more than $11.8 million. <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody's got to be pissed about that oh i think like fucking hundreds of people are pissed about that <laughs> i think a lot of people are gonna have a boring new year's eve that's all i'm saying <laughs> that's all i got from that story right there uh, imagine wiping your baby's ass with fucking a, just a sheet <laughs> of cocaine f- <laughs> the fuck would that do um parenting 101 don't yeah. you baby wipe he's cocaine how did they get it to stay? How, okay, but like my question is, is how did they get it to like a solid form? Is it just like how did they get I don't it think, in the baby wipes? I, I mean, if you think about it, and I don't want to be giving out like drug trafficking <laughs> advice here. Just say allegedly you're fun. Allegedly, you could like open the baby wipe container and just like slide the brick into it and then reseal it. Oh, okay. You know what I mean, so they're not actually. I think that's probably how it was done. Like just thinking off the top of my head. Yeah, that probably that makes sense. Honestly, that makes yeah. sense. I don't think I'm sitting be. here. I'm like, what are they? Are they like making like just sheets? Because I'm pretty sure it's like a paste when it's uh, before it gets like a couple more things added to it or broken down or something. I, yeah, it, I've watched the video. Dried out or the so, in the rainforest. Yeah, if I'm correct, I I don't do cocaine. Don't worry, but I'm pretty allegedly. sure. Yeah, allegedly, <laughs> I don't do cocaine. I sure don't. But I'm pretty sure they add diesel into that, right? They do add some yeah. They use gasoline. like gas and diesel to like separate it and like break. It's weird. Like I, I, I've, I've seen that like the video I'm referencing earlier. Like it's it's a weird fucking process. Mm-hmm. And it's almost just like how could you put this up your nose after it was it's gone through all these things and it's I don't know because they take like the cocoa the leaves themselves and then like they like mash them and then they like bake them and then like they soak them and then like they secrete the juices out of them. And, like, it's fucking weird. I, I don't really know, to be yeah. honest. Like, I'd have to watch the video again to really explain it. We'll just find a Netflix documentary about him. Yeah. And they've got, like, 40 Absolutely. probably. Go watch Blow. <laughs> that's a good, yeah. The greatest you... cocaine movie ever. Yeah, that's where I learned how to do it, too. <laughs> Allegedly, right? No, Allegedly. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Allegedly. Drugs are bad. Good. Okay. <laughs> good. And never freebase cocaine. Never. Not even on a Tuesday. <laughs> we got another story for you, which I am happy to read. I didn't even think I'd get this story, but we've got a Florida story. Hey-o. Damn it. We got a couple Florida stories Hey-o. actually coming up. This being the first one. Um, this comes from APnews.com. TSA, han- TSA found a handgun inside raw chicken in the luggage at the airport in Florida. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, security officers at a South Florida airport have reported finding a handgun hidden inside a raw chicken packed in a traveler's luggage. The Transportation Security Administration posted photos of the gun and poultry Monday on its official Instagram account. The weapon was recovered at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. 
The post didn't identify the traveler who was transporting the weapon or whether any arrests were made. According to the TSA, fresh meat, seafood, and other non-liquid food items are permitted in both carry-on and checked bags, as long as they are packed in ice. Unloaded firearms are allowed to be transported in checked bags, but they must be declared at the ticket counter and packed in a locked, hard-sided container. Now, I have several questions. Why did you think you could trick an x-ray machine? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like... This motherfucker. If they can see through a human body, what makes you think they can't see through a fucking chicken? I don't get it. I don't know why people even, like, try to think that 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 shit would go through. You're not Magneto. Like, you you can't do shit crazy with it and, like, rebuild it. And who did you think you were fooling during the holiday times of transporting a chicken (laughs) at the airport? Nobody eats chicken on Thanksgiving. (laughs) And I mean nobody. (laughs) God fucking damn it. I don't know. Some people probably do. What do you think his excuse was of why he was carrying a gun and a chicken? It wasn't mine. Somebody put it there. I'm just holding it. He's like, yo, this chicken (laughs) popping. I just killed this chicken at my friend's farm who has a lot of guns. (laughs) The chicken (laughs) ate the gun. One just just fell in there when I got done. (laughs) This is a rescue chicken (laughs) that I killed and prepared to eat. Not. Sir, did you? I wonder if the gun was loaded or not. Why else would he hide it? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Out of all places, why a chicken? Why a chicken? <laughs> why a chicken? I don't know. Is it, is it hard to fit a chicken or a gun <laughs> up a, a chicken's chicken. ass? <laughs> fit a chicken into a gun? Do you, you mean to put a chicken inside of a gun? Sure. I don't think that's possible. I mean, with a blender, all things are possible. <laughs> There's anything that YouTube channel taught me in high school. Is... You can blend anything. <laughs> <laughs> there's a will. There's a blender. If Anne hath a will, Anne hath a will. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, either way, sorry, Florida ma'am. You couldn't out-Florida the TSA. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't out-Florida their fucking x-ray machines. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's because if <laughs> life's taught me anything is that X-ray machines see all. I don't care what Nostradamus says. Oh Jesus! Next week we're gonna get into Nostradamus a little bit. Fuck. Oh man, we saw what happened when we tried to predict the future and made that 2012 movie. <laughs> How well did that go? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still alive. Fun. No, that's crazy. It didn't work. How many Fuck. end of the world predictions have we survived through? A lot. 2012, six six six. What else? Oh, dude, that's a fucked up one. Six six six. Do you remember yeah, that? I, wish one? Never I seen remember that. that. Yeah, not a lot of people when talk Jake about that. Jake was day. the ripe age of eight. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed up all night. I forget who I was. I was watching. I was watching somebody live. It was. On, I remember going to a friend's house on six six six. It was six. It was June six two thousand six, and. I walked into my friend's house that I was going to hang out with, and his mom had the news on, and they were showing all the babies that were born that day, and like especially like all the really are like, these def- like are these like who you should be watching out for or like maybe I don't know they're like it's like is this the Antichrist is this not the Antichrist <laughs> are they just Siamese twins are they like you know and like I remember seeing one baby in particular that just looked. I feel bad saying this, but just like really horribly deformed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the news was just like, 
Look at this devil baby. See that? Oh my god. He's got eight toes. <laughs> instead <laughs> of ten. Christ. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like, was... This kid's got health issues. Leave him alone. He can't can't control the day he was born. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you, CNN? <laughs> oh, no. I, I, uh, I feel like there was probably somebody out there watching that list as the names were going by, and they were just writing names down, like, this is who I need to stay away from. <laughs> this is just a list, a long list of people who's probably fucked up. And think about it now. All those kids are 16 that were born on that day. If you're listening to this show, give us an email. Yeah, tell us what it's like to be hated by every church you tried to go to as a kid. <laughs> tell us about all the birthday parties that people were scared to go to. I don't know. Because you were going. Wouldn't that be cool, though? Like, if you were hated by a church, your parents couldn't take you there. On, like, Christmas, like, hey, we're going to church mass or Christmas mass. They're like, going to want to go. And then your parents, like, you literally can't go. I think my parents know better. Mine did not. Yeah, my church hated me when I was a kid. My yeah, I I spent I spent the first like eight years of my life in a religious private school. My entire diet, dad's out of the family is super religious, mm-hmm. and then there's me, who's the complete fucking opposite. Yeah, I think it's worth it. I don't no. know. It's all right. I don't mm. know. I don't think I. I don't know. I. It, based on a birthday or just based on being alive like are you, is that how you got kicked out or like oh i didn't get kicked like, out I just, I just stopped going because it's not real well yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't tell fucking 80 old people that hey you're he's oh, not it's real so easy no i, 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 so I can tell him but they're <laughs> like oh you're like, fucking <laughs> yeah he's not real yeah well it's like they say you can lead a horse to water but you can't make a drink oh god and that's, <clears throat> and we're going to have a special episode coming up where we're going to interview somebody of the Mormon faith. And uh, that is going to be a Riley and I only interview. I don't know, Jake. I don't know if you want to talk to a Mormon. Do you know anything about Mormon religion? Only from you, so no. No? Okay. Well, I know a lot about it. And not that I was a part of the Mormon religion, but like, we're going to have somebody on here. He's, I, I believe he was an ex Mormon, but he, he spent like majority of his life in the, uh, FLDS. So we're going to talk to him a little bit and, and, you know, just talk to him about his lifestyle and stuff. I, for one, I'm excited for that. Yeah. So I've heard some crazy shit. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to be able to talk to him about all of it. But like, so that's going to be a fun episode that we're going to be doing. Uh, as he's not real. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. No. And that's, that's always fun to tell people. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, we, talk, we talked about like, uh, how did you word it? Um, like doomsday events. Mm. And then we got on 666 and then I had a story and then I we kind of went on the church. That stuff. was that was insane. We segued so hard. <laughs> that was such a left turn. Uh, Sorry, folks. We forgot um, that we're a podcast and not NASCAR. Um, <laughs> we got 300 uh, laps to cover. Let's go, bud. Yeah. Uh, but there are stories. <laughs> uh, <okay>. Yeah, I know. <laughs> forgot that's all right we're gonna go on to our next story here i had um, something to say fearless leader that you ha- you're holding the reins oh it's my story now you're leading the horse to the water fuck okay so this is a story that um if you want more in-depth uh information about there is a podcast called uh someplace underneath 
big fan of them. Love, I love listening to the two. Uh, they're they're fantastic. Natalie Jean and Amber Nelson. I fucking, I love listening to that podcast. Uh, it's about missing women and uh, this woman named Sherry. Uh, she was a Northern California mother of two, was sentenced Monday to 18 months in prison for faking her own kidnapping so she could go back to her former boyfriend, which led to three weeks in multi which led to three weeks multi-state search before she was resurfaced on Thanksgiving in 2016. Sherry, 40, pled guilty last spring and staged the abduction and lying to the FBI about it. As a part of the plea bargain, she is required to pay more than 300000 in restitution. Holy shit. Basically, this woman, <clears throat> she was having an affair on her husband uh, with her ex-boyfriend. She went out and lived with this ex-boyfriend. They didn't do anything. They didn't, there was no sex. There was nothing in between them. I think she just stayed there. There might have been sex. I don't know. But... Uh, Basically, she ended up coming back. She had him drive. I think she beat her own ass. I'm pretty sure she kicked her ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the weirdest shit to say. But she beat her own ass. And then she had the dude, the the ex-boyfriend, drive her almost back home. He, she had him drop her off on the side of an interstate. Mm -hmm. And then she was picked up by somebody. And she was able to call home. So she made it look like this giant kidnapping. Basically, she blamed a bunch of Mexicans for it, kind of like, oh, you know that Puerto Rican guy did it, or whatever the hell the fucking South Park So saying. she was crazy and racist. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, they, they, uh, someplace underneath definitely does a deep dive on that. But yes, she is very, very fucking racist, too. But she basically blamed the Mexicans in the neighborhood, and the Mexicans were getting really hardcore profiled by the police. Oh, so this like was basically a... Uh... I had it and then I lost it. Like <laughs> a domino effect. Yes, yes. Okay. So yeah, it is kind of like a domino effect because what she did had an effect on what the cops did to the Latinos in the area that she was staying in. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, it, it was. It was really fucked up. It was really, really fucked up. So uh, yeah, she ended up resurfacing. She ended up having this giant fucking story. The cops kept poking holes in it. And eventually, she was arrested. I don't think that would be qualified as stage five clinger, would it? <laughs> how hard? How hard would, would you that... want to cheat on somebody that you have to lie to the cops about being kidnapped? It's stage six clinger. The wow. new new stage because that's pretty. It's an upper echelon of clingers. Yeah, I don't know if this would be. A, I don't think this would be a clinger like thing. I think this is more like. She's batshit crazy, and <laughs> instead of just ending a relationship, she decided to do this whole facade of a bullshit scam, and it got people really fucked with. So is there stages to batshit crazy? Yeah, no, and she's at a level five. It's like a DEFCON red. I don't know if what the, the numbers or colors are, but I'm just going to go ahead and assume them. <laughs> Does it go up or down? I don't know. I don't know. A one or a blue or an orange or a red or whatever color it is. It's bad. No, what time do, do we sh- what time do we shift the doomsday clock to? Oh, right. At twelve o'clock, we're there. It says two thousand or two thousand six. This is somewhere in between. You know, I don't know. You know what's really weird about the doomsday clock is like when it happened a few years ago, and it like hadn't happened in a while. The clock hadn't moved, and then it moved, and then everybody stopped what they were doing and went, "Oh, we're fucking this planet up," and then we continued about our business. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I swear to they God. They just acknowledged and carried on. They did. People did. They were just like, <clears throat> oh, shit, the fucking hand moved an inch? We'll be fine. All right. We still got a few inches to go. Let the so sin <laughs> commence. Let's we go. Can, we can keep fucking things up for a little while, but not as much, guys. We need I just, I want to kind of comment on the story here, because... Like, the effort that you have to go through to kidnap yourself. That's pretty hard. And beat yeah. your own ass? Like, yeah. I want to see that. Ass. She was, like, real fucked up. Like, she, like, had a, a couple broken fingers. Her face was all fucked up. Like, she beat the shit out of herself. Did she only use her hands or did she use weapons? Like, a skill I bar? I can't remember. It's Like I said, it's on uh, someplace underneath that they do a deeper dive on it. It is a really sure. good episode. And um, they explain, like, what happened in the area. Because this happened, another woman's disappearance went unnoticed because all of the media attention. Wow. So yeah. this woman, because she was kidnapped for those three weeks... Somebody didn't get the help that they needed while she was just playing well, Dan's that, Distress. That's very similar to when, um, I think it was last year, when that uh, girl went missing with her boyfriend on vacation. And uh, Jelani Day oh, yeah, it, went yeah. missing at the same time. Yeah. Like, it, he, he just got completely swept under the rug over mm-hmm. you know, that, that white chick going missing and later being found to be dead. And her boyfriend killed her. Yeah. It's, just, it's really fucked up. It's yeah. like, you know... It's really wrong for people to do is, you know, like kind of take that attention from, you know, other people in the media and put that on themselves when they're just basically fabricating everything. So oh, it, I think it, so when that story happened, it wasn't it the boyfriend that so the boyfriend killed her. This doesn't have to be in the episode because I'm, I'm trying to remember the story correctly. Uh, so the boyfriend killed her. And the boyfriend went to the the media about it. Is that what happened, or no? She was just missing, and nobody had heard from her or anything. Well, that, then, that that makes sense to use those resources. It aroused suspicion. Didn't that bounty hunter guy, bounty hunter Dave, or whatever it is, dog the bounty hunter, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was close. I, he might have had something to do with it. I don't know. He was a part of one of them. I think it was. Well, I didn't if, if, it if too she's close. if she's missing, if she's missing, that's understandable. Like I, like if like if someone's missing, I get that like. Jelani's day had already showed up miss or dead, right? I'm pretty sure his body showed up and they, it was they, they found his body but they couldn't identify it for like a month and a half. Oh, that's so fucked. It was it was a long time. And yeah. it was almost plainly obvious that it was him. But his body was found in a river and you know, the elements had taken a hold on his decomposing body so they couldn't really, you know, identify it right away and it just seemed like it was long and drawn out compared to like how things moved faster with the other case. Oh, you're so- okay. I get. I understand what you're saying now. Like with minorities, the the pace of the progress doesn't seem to be as focused on that. Well, no, it's more focused on the fact of like you know a real case is going on, and it's getting overshadowed by the fact that it's, it's a, another case is overshadowing a real case when the thing that the media is paying attention to is just fake. Which relates to your story because this lady kidnapped herself and was basically basically causing turmoil among innocent people in her neighborhood, all due to the fact that she was faking being kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 fucked. It's fucked. I hope that makes sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm fucking lost over here. No, right now. You, Jesus you got Christ. Me, you got okay. me all fucked up and Jesus. lost. All right. Hang on. Let me Because, try to like, what this. I'm saying is that, like, you're, what you're saying is that, like, a fake case. Like, you keep using the word fake case, and, like, 
it wasn't a fake case. It actually happened. Like that woman went missing, and like those resources are deserved to be used. But false but what, accusations, though. No, what I was trying to say is like what his point is is that that the the fact that another case was taking precedent because of their ethnicity, right? Is that where I'm at with it? I feel like I'm following you, but like I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking I'm trying. I give up. Never mind. All right, moving uh, on. <laughs> All right, Jesus so what's our Christ. next story? So the next story is another cheating scandal, actually. A cheating scandal rocks competitive fishing world after weights are found in Ohio catches. Damn, we fucking landed that so good because I really wanted you to read that. Do you remember when I found that story? I was like, I want yeah. Jake to read this. That yeah. landed so perfectly. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So two fishermen appear to have been caught hook, line, and sinker after allegedly putting weights in their catch to try to cheat in a fishing tournament. The world of competitive fishing is reeling over the scandal. There's so many puns in this story. God damn it. How does this story make you feel already? You, Cringy, because you know. I've already said four. Alright, the world of competitive fishing is reeling over the scandal after footage of the moment that lead balls were found inside the walleye fish went viral online. What the fuck are you laughing about over there? Balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're led by a 12-year-old. All right. Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky were hoping to come in first place in the Lake Erie Walleye uh, Trail Tournament in Cleveland, Ohio, and would have walked away with a prize of $30,000. However, they were disqualified and are now being investigated by Ohio's Department of Natural Resources. Footage from the weigh-in shows tournament director Jason Fisher opened up a catch before shouting, we got weights in the fish. And Fisher tossed the balls onto the catch as people off camera are heard shouting in disgust at the fishy behavior. So many fucking puns. Yeah, I feel like you're like uh, Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin. Like, stay tuned. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Ah! <laughs> one clearly upset man reportedly shouts, You motherfucker! That was, that's it. Yeah, I heard about this, and there's a video of it. Whenever this is an older episode, or an old, eh, this is an older story, and um, I, there's a video of it on YouTube where you see the people flipping the fuck out. Well, wouldn't you though? You're in a tournament, and they're cheating about it by putting more, the more weight in the actual fish is, so therefore it's a bigger catch for them. Yeah, and that's it's really good that they they actually noticed. They looked at the fish, and they were like, "Wait a second, this doesn't add up." Like, why the fuck does this come at it's such a heavy weight and there's, like, ten fish in there? Yeah, like, the fish are not that big. Oh, this bluegill weighs 14 pounds? Ah, it's close enough. I'm yeah, good. yeah, fuck it, man. I, I, if you don't know, blue bluegills don't weigh that much. No. They're, they're itty-bitty. I don't fish, so no idea. <laughs> like, I've Have caught... you ever been fishing? <laughs> so this is, like, kind of a touchy subject for me, sort of. I'm like the one guy out of like a million that fucking hates fishing, honestly. Why? I just don't enjoy it. Like I've I've been fishing maybe like two or three times. Did you bring beer? You know, honestly, that's I, a no. You didn't answer right away. I, don't I, know, I got so. fucked up when I when I went with. Uh, I think dad. I think I went stoned one fishing one time, and that's probably what made it worse. Honestly, that yeah. could be. Yeah. <laughs> you stare at the water for five minutes, thinking you're staring at it for an hour, wondering. I why just you I'm not a anything. patient person sometimes, and like I I know fishing fishing is a sport of patience. Yeah, you have to yep. wait. And so honestly, like. What I ended up doing, like, 90% of the time is just, like, casting the line over and over and over again, which probably just scared the fish away. Yeah, it does. And 
I I don't know. Like I just was never into it. I was never good at it. So I just I fuck fishing. Dude, the last time I went fishing, my brother and I went. We brought two twenty four packs and a cooler and like a couple bottles of whiskey because we're fishing. Jake, Nothing to do. Haven't we been fishing? Sorry for yeah. interrupting you. Yeah, and then didn't Steph catch like two fishes right away? Yeah. Well, I'm still hooking my lineup. Yeah. Yeah, I was upset about that, and I didn't, <laughs> didn't catch anything. No. It was our first time fishing ever. But anyway, we sat there. <laughs> we sat there for seven hours. Like we went to different like spots of the lake and whatever. Yeah, seven hours, yeah. and we were fucking hammered. And then I see that would be fun. If you're hammered, oh, that's great. No, if you're actually on the lake fishing out of the oh no 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 I'm on the shore I'm on the shoreline. Oh, that's not fun. Why? I'm sitting on a rock <laughs> and the coolers next to me, a full pack of smokes. I'm having a good old time, just bullshitting. Yeah, but the the one thing about being on a boat is that you cannot move much unless you have like a bigger pontoon boat. Like if you're doing like a speeder, like you got like three optimal spots, and I hope you're comfortable in one of them. Yeah, and if you're on the shore, you can move a lot. You lay down because it's not, you know, unstable. It's a fucking shoreline. Yeah, I think I'm trying to remember the last time I went fishing. I went to like a state park and we just went to like the riverbank and cast some lines and I think I lasted all of about fifteen minutes. I'm like, all right, this is boring. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> next time Can bring, we go? Can ne- we go? <laughs> next time just bring some booze and you'll be you'll be set. Trust me. How about you take me fishing? I'll go fishing. Are with you, you asking me on a date? Yeah, yeah I might. Oh. It might be. What about ice fishing? Can we go ice fishing? Is I've never it, been. You never been ice fishing? No. Ice fishing scares me. <laughs> Why? You're scared to fall in? Yeah, it's a cold shower or cold no. bath. Sorry, no. cold cold bath. A really no. really cold bath. No, see, I have. It's if you fall in, I kind of have a phobia of that because I've always They're... pictured if I went ice fishing, I'd get sucked under. And wouldn't be able to like break through the ice or get out of the ice. Like you see that shit on movies when people do that, and like they just get trapped under ice. It's like that Metallica song. I don't. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the song, but <laughs> all right, hot take for a second. I am not a fan of Metallica. Me either. I don't mind them. All right. Dee, 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 dee. So, so hey, that was not a hot take. All right. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of we're getting way off topic, but that's okay. Uh, there's a lot of good songs that aren't overplayed by Metallica. There are ones that are overplayed that are good, but I fucking hate Inner Sandman. Yep. I fucking hate... Um, Artie, yep. I know what it is. One. What? Any one. Song, name any of them. It's Artie, yeah. One, it, I'm sorry, it's overplayed. Like, I've heard too many fucking times. Stranger Things ruined fucking... God damn it. What's the name of the fucking song? <laughs> I didn't watch that season. I don't know yet. At this fucking Eddie Munson, uh, Master of Puppets. Master, Master, Master. Yeah, I think. Yeah, the that, only that movie, the only, like the only movie or TV show where Master of Puppets is allowed is an old school. Yeah, what he said. Um, I used to like playing those songs on guitar as a kid, but like, yeah, no, I just those songs I can't do. Other Metallica, there's a lot of good Metallica. You know what's worse than Metallica? Nickelback. I uh, no, no, <laughs> we're not doing that today, and that's a full episode. But no, okay. ACDC. I fucking hate ACDC, too. Honestly, I don't hate ACDC. All their songs are about balls, bro, and they're fucking boring. <laughs> it's the same fucking song over I, and over again. I, so, it was cold in the middle of the night. And it's so, like I've heard that. Can you just times. go outside? That was, so, you want to mm, hear a fun fact? Huh. 
is so I actually watched an ACDC documentary not too long ago on Behind the <laughs> Music on did it, did it make you, like, grow appreciation for him? A little bit, yeah. Because, for one, I felt like a fucking idiot for knowing this. But I, I kind of do this but didn't really know it, know it. But, like, um, Malcolm Young and Angus Young were brothers. And they're both in ACDC, which I didn't know that. They're both guitar players. Um, but back in the day, when they named themselves ACDC in Australia, everybody thought they were gay because that was the slang in Australia is if you were ACDC, you were gay. So they named That's it. what they called it. So they that. thought it was like rolling up like ABBA. You got like Angus Young wearing these short, short schoolboy outfit. I'm sure they just thought it was Maybe. Like ABBA coming to town. Hold on. Are you talking shit about ABBA? <laughs> no, I'm no, just okay. saying it. Hold like, on. Isn't Do you that, like is... ABBA? No, but like I'm not. I respect okay, them. So I'll love that. Riley, I respect them. What are your thoughts on ABBA? I, I don't Dancing mind queen. I don't mind them, I guess. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Give me, give me, give me your man after midnight. I don't know that song, but <laughs> dude, give me, give me, give me fucking slaps. I've they have a have whole, they have a whole Mama Mia movie. Yeah, it's all Avatar. That's why I like them because my mom. I didn't watch it. My mom watched the. No, shit no, out my of it. mom and sister watched it all the time, and I was the only one in the house with them. So gross. Nothing else to do it. Nothing nope. else to do. So I was like, fuck, I'll watch it with you. And You'll have, see the reason why I hate this thing. Like that's kind of what she did it for. You like you would be like one of those things. Where you're like, no, I would never watch that. And you're like, you know what? I'm gonna watch this just to see how bad it is. And after like the 14th time watching it, it's pretty good. Well, Abba aside, we're gonna move <laughs> on to our next story here because we've derailed so hard. Um, this one's kind of interesting. I think it's kind of funny more than anything. We're gonna make this one quick. Um, coming from the Independent quotations. Oh man, I'm locked in. Man pleads for help on Twitter after falling asleep in a shop massage chair. Manager apologizes for staff's failure to notice man was still enjoying the mechanical back rub when locking up. A man was forced to tweet for help when he got locked in a department store after falling asleep on a massage chair. The man awoke to a deserted shop floor after dozing off in an electronic store in Japan. Identified only by his Twitter handle at Asphodelus. The the sleepy customer was forced to tweet his plight when he discovered he was locked inside the shop. Posting various photos of a dark, empty interior, he captioned the photo, Oh man, I'm locked in. That's fucking creepy. In the the photos, the shutters at the front on the shop named K's are clearly shut. It is thought the man triggered an alarm which notified the police who managed to get in touch with the shop's manager. After 10 police officers searched him to conform, confirm he was not a shoplifter, he tweeted that he had finally managed to get out. He better bought that chair. If he could <laughs> sleep through them closing a whole store, <laughs> he better bought it. I'm more mad at the people that owned and worked at the store. Like, how are you going to not notice a whole fucking guy sleeping in a massage chair? If you try to wake up someone who's in a deep sleep, it's really fucking hard. Yeah, but yeah. it's not that they forgot. They just that's didn't just, do it. That's not just something you give up on, though. No. Like, if you own a shop, you don't just let the guy stay there overnight. Like, oh, okay, you don't want to leave? That's fine. No, you, you fucking wake that guy up and you, you get him the hell out of You never wake the grizzly bear. You go out there and you find that fucking dog. That's right. <laughs> See, Tyler got where I was going with that. You don't just hang a few posters and call it quits. You don't just p- poke him a few times with a back scratcher and say, come on, get up. 
That person should have been fired. That didn't wake that guy up, honestly. Or given him a free chair. I think he deserved it. For compensation purposes, yeah. <laughs> I think he How long was it. he in there for? Did he ever? Uh, what time did he get out? Then, uh, if it's the next day, I'm going to feel really bad for him. Didn't specify a time. No, it was nighttime. Judge on based on the photos. He had his phone. I'm sure he could call 911. He could have, yeah, but instead he posted to Twitter because you know got to let everybody know we... about it first. <laughs> Don't let the people that are most important and could probably help you out. No, let the whole fucking world know. Did um, he tweet? Did he tweet at the store? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. That's what I would have done. Uh, well, the well, guys no, I would have called 911 first. I would have called 911 and then. And then tweeted. And then tweeted about it. Yeah. Priorities. Priorities. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. <laughs> I'm really glad I landed on this story again. I'm glad we landed this really well for like lining up. I'm just saying. Yeah, we just winged everything here. Yeah, so. no, it's this the, the lineup has been really good. Florida man arrested for calling nine one one after his kitten was denied entry into a strip club. I would do the same thing, honestly. Looks like someone took the five letter P word the wrong way. On June fifth, forty seven year old Everett Everett Legs was arrested outside of Emerald City Strip Club in Murdoch, Florida. He continuously called 911 after the club owner denied him entry because Lags had a kitten. Yes, a baby kitten with him. After the cops showed up, they put Lags in the cab and tried to send him home, which was which was a fail since Lags had several intoxicated and continued to call 911. Lags was later arrested and now facing charges of misuse of emergency call system, disorderly intoxication, trespassing after warning, and resisting arrest without violence, all because of a wee little kitten. Legs may be crying meow from his jail cell soon enough. What a fucking terrible way to end that story. <laughs> the fucking puns. But honestly, I don't blame the guy. If my cat can't get no place, I'm calling the cops. He's just outside, like, arguing with the fucking bouncer. Pussy's pussy, bro. It says pussy, man. I just read the sign. <laughs> I'm just bringing my kitty to play. Oh, if you hear the meow. Oh, you would call him that? I should call him that. Oh, actually, no, he's bigger than me. I'm not calling All him pussies that. matter. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? No pussy left behind. He identifies the 21-year-old male. This is my yeah. emotional support cat. It goes I, with me everywhere. I'm just saying that cat probably would have had the time of its life and probably gotten I, a lot of good attention. Oh, I bet the stripper sure. would have loved him. Yeah, see, that guy, he was foreshadowing. He's like, if I bring the cat in, I'll get all the strippers coming <laughs> to me. I won't have to get up for nothing. Nothing. They won't, I won't have to go to them. They will come to me. I got it. Master plan. Miss, bring the kitty. Honestly, I'll give it to the guy like holding the cat that long to get into a club like that. Holding my cat for more than two fucking minutes, he starts getting cranky. And same. Same. Mine does the I same I couldn't imagine thing. holding it in the cab or driving there and then trying to go into a club and holding him the entire time in the club. My cat would do it. Yeah. My cat would do it. Lou. You want to try it? <laughs> yeah, Lou would do you it. You want to try it? Lou, Lucifer, we have tomorrow Lucifer open. Do you want to try it? loves to be held, man. I, I've never met a cat that loves to be held as much as he does. I think I could bring him into a strip club, and I feel like I'd be able to get away with it. You want to try tomorrow? No, because we're in Talk Iowa. Talk is cheap, motherfucker. I've heard the one strip club in this area is not a good one. So Yeah, it's, it's actually a BYOB. Actually, I fucking hate that. Yeah, you have to bring your own I've alcohol. actually never been to one that actually serves beer there. What do you mean you've never been to a strip club that serves beer? That's like... Yeah, I've been to titties and beer, bro. Like, they three, go hand in hand. I've been to three, and I'm going to bring my own beer each time. One was West Des Moines. 
And then the other two were Cedar Rapids. Is Iowa fucking... That must be an Iowa thing. Remember, I'm going to do a callback, right? You said what? the wonderful state of Iowa. We're going to just cross off the wonderful right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not too bad, you know... If you bring your own beer. All things considered, yeah. <laughs> well, no, think about it. Like, you're not paying, like, $4 for one drink, whereas you could just bring, like, you know, a 30-pack that costs Which you, is like, what I did. 25 bucks, <laughs> and you just go in there, and you get as fucking hammered as you want to. Yeah, like. man. Yeah. You know, when you went to the bathroom, there's a little midget in there who'll give you napkins to dry your hands off? Hey, what? they're not what? called that. They are called little people. Sorry. Okay, that was my fault. He was okay with that because he was like, I'm midget. Yeah, I'm Napkins. I'm like, what? if it's his name, it's his name. Go ahead. No, that and wasn't say his it. name, but he's one that said that. So I'm not, I'm not being mean. Well, now, now you're quoting him. You're allowed to quote him. I'm allowed to quote him. Okay, so quote yeah. unquote, I'm, as- I'm the midget that gives you napkin to dry your hands. I'm your. I didn't, he didn't say butler, but it was like along the turns, the butler to hand your and dry your hands this, and stuff. This it's like a bathroom in, attendant. He worked at a That's strip club and he was. Yeah, and he also gave you, like, if you ask for drugs, he can give you drugs too. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I believe like, the guy I went with, he did get drugs from the guy. So He's like, this is just my side hustle. He's like, I'm actually the, he's like, I'm actually the strip club drug dealer. <laughs> what a lucrative business. Yeah, it was yeah. a weird time. What like, a... you just sit on a little stool in there. I was like, yeah, I'm just trying to pee. What's going on? He goes, you want some drugs? <laughs> little stool, little guy, a little bit of drugs. <laughs> it's a little bit of fun time. Yeah. I'm going to turn a fun time into a great time. <laughs> you ever done cocaine in the bathroom? With a midget? <laughs> With little a little person. person. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Little person. All right. Moving on <laughs> to our next story. All right. Some 10,000 minks are loose. Missing after vandalism in Ohio farm. Why are you, why are you breaking farms? Ohio, the pit of all evil. So, <laughs> <laughs> the pit of the armpit of our country. <laughs> a lot of my story been Ohio today. It's weird. So vandalism freed thousands of minks at a Royal Northwest Ohio farm, leaving an estimated ten thousand of the small animals unaccounted for Tuesday evening. So many minks were killed crossing a nearby road that a plow was brought in to help clear the carcasses <laughs> away. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> a property owner. Hold on, hold on. Can you can you reread that? Sorry, I was I was getting the story ready. I wasn't the, I wasn't ready for the funny to be funny. Okay, so it said so many minks were killed crossing a nearby road that a plow was brought in to help clear the carcasses away. <laughs> and push them over there. Deal with them later. We got a pile on the left side. Road commissioners got to uh, uh, prepare for the influx of uh, road kale. <laughs> Okay, so the property owner initially estimated 25 to 40,000 minks released from their cages at Lion Farms. Riggenbach said, What's the owner's name, I guess? Hell of a guy. (laughs) But he said the employees at the farm were able to corral many of the ones that remain in the property, which is less than 15 miles from the Indiana state line. Oh, God. He declined to discuss any potential motive for the overnight vandalism or say whether any suspect had been identified at his office in, as his office investigates. That's a lot of fucking minks. I'm just going to go on a hunch here. This is one of those things you see like in a spoof, like on Family Guy or like South Park, <laughs> yeah. where like PETA tries to help somebody and then they epically fail. <laughs> I have nothing against PETA, but that's just this is just what her reminds me of. Could like you, you had these PETA people breaking in, and they're like, 
Be free, mimings! <laughs> they open up the gate, they just keep coming. Like, like, wow, this is too many. And then the simulator drives by and mows over fucking. <laughs> <laughs> There's blood everywhere! This isn't what I wanted! <laughs> Could you imagine the driver or one of the many drivers to hit the minx? Like, come home from a day's like a long day of work. <laughs> Honey, how's your day of work? I hit 4,800 minks on the way home. What? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna need a new semi. It's it, it's toast. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's driving up and he sees just the the fucking wall of of minks and he's like, oh, what's wrong with the you road? Just see just like the these <laughs> coming. At you. <laughs> fucking platypuses? No, it's a minx. Yeah, no, it's like a little it, ferret. It looks like it's a, a fucking, weasel. It's a ferret. <laughs> it's a better way to put it. Weasel. It's a little weasel. That's, That's what, what they are. are. <laughs> Jinx. They are, I knew what they were. I didn't know what they looked like though. <laughs> I want to know why this place had so many minks, though. Ah, like, so many. Do they fuck like rabbits? Why do they all go to one road? Like, why couldn't they just go somewhere else? Just hive mind. <laughs> the minks hive mind. <laughs> Run towards the lights. It's freedom, and it's really just a semi. <laughs> do you think like a guy was sitting there with like a water cup in his in his in the center console when you see like the rumbling start happening? And he goes, Oh my god, what's going on? Like and someone Park. turns Yeah, the Jurassic Park thing. The Minx and then just fucking floor it and run over. <laughs> it's not like a deer situation. Like you don't accelerate, you just stop. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> clear the land <laughs> You call your insurance company. Would you hit a deer, a raccoon? Now I hit 5,000 minks. About 5,000 weasels. I think some are still alive. I just picture a scenario where, like, the gate of the minks is, like, right by this intersection, and it's two PETA people opening up the gate, and they just run out and just get cleared, and, like, there's so much blood. We didn't consider that there is, like, a pretty busy highway. (laughs) Why did we do it this way? We probably should have opened the other gate, but no. We should have went that way (laughs) instead of this way. Towards the woods, not the interstate. How do you keep – how many minks are there? Uh, it was 10, 20, 10? 25 to 40,000 they had in total. I'm Jesus, like, fuck. But 10,000 got <laughs> 10,000 are still missing. <laughs> well, they're, I, I don't know, they're thriving somewhere. There's like just like a minx colony. <laughs> <laughs> That's my one direction. It started their own village. Could you imagine getting the phone call with a plow driver? Hey, I need you on, uh, on X35. Saying fucking snowing outside. Yeah, we got a bunch of minks are dead. What? <laughs> Bring in the snowplows. <laughs> yeah. Good God. That just sounds like a bloodbath. I feel. <laughs> it was. I feel sorry for that guy. I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> That's so messed up. All right. Oh man, I'm gonna go on to our next story here. It's our second to last one. Ooh. Um, this is brought to you by the Kansas City Star. And if you don't know who they are, I don't either. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> a man wearing an ankle monitor robs bank to prove a point to his girlfriend. That says. <laughs> <laughs> what? While wearing an ankle monitor, a Missouri man robbed a bank because he wanted to prove a point after getting into a fight with his girlfriend, according to federal authorities. 
Investigators said the boyfriend used a highlighter to write a demand <laughs> note on the back of his birth certificate, <laughs> which was, give your money now. Give me money now. <laughs> Not even proper English. Like <laughs> Money now. <laughs> money me now. Money. Money, me arrow now. Did, <laughs> money, money arrow me, backwards. <laughs> money me a lot of money. Don't say anything. I have a partner outside. Then handed it to a teller at a Bank of America branch in Springfield on July 20th. So this was actually pretty close to home, Springfield, Missouri. If I was that bank teller, I'd be like, yeah, I got a partner at home. What about it? Like, I don't (laughs) understand what's your point. (laughs) That'd be from checking or savings. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, just flip it over. You don't have an account here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Michael C. Lloyd, 30 years of age, has now pleaded guilty to one count of bank robbery, according to a November 17th news release from the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Missouri. Lloyd's defense attorneys did not immediately respond to a request for comment on McClatchy News. In his signed plea agreement, Lloyd admitted to stealing from the bank he was wearing a gray cutoff T-shirt with many of his tattoos visible, as well as blue gym shorts and one orange shoe. After <laughs> receiving the money, he left with the cash in a black Dodge Ram pickup truck, authorities said. The Springfield Police Department was investigating the robbery when they received a call from someone who knew Lloyd and said he believed Lloyd might have been who robbed the bank, according to the plea agreement. The caller said he had been listening to the police scanner when he heard the description of the suspect and getaway vehicle. The caller who also provided police with a location where Lloyd might be, authorities said. Officers responded to the mobile home park and called the residents out, according to the plea agreement. It took a little over an hour before Lloyd exited the home and surrendered. Oh, did he have one shoe on his foot? Yeah, that's Lloyd. Oh, one shoe Lloyd. <laughs> I Like, when I picture this guy wearing one shoe, probably some tattered clothes, and I, I, I picture him in the process of robbing this bank, handing over his birth certificate with a note on the back talking about robbing the bank and holding like a banana in his hand. <laughs> like that's where he's going with this, man. The SpongeBob thing where he's facing the wrong direction. Put the money in the bag. He's just Put like the money holding in the bag. It's like holding a potato. Don't make me use this. <laughs> I have a PVC pipe Potato cannon outside. I swear to God, it's pointed right at this fucking building. It'll take at least 55,000 potatoes, but I will get through this wall. <laughs> I'll come inside and withdraw money to go buy more potatoes. <laughs> I just wonder what the argument went like with his girlfriend yeah, where what? he had to prove a point. Yeah, like, you don't think I can rob a bank? No, that's not what I said. I said, do you want tacos You know, later tonight? Oh, oh! You don't think I'd do anything for you? No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, do you want tacos or like what? Sour cream? No, I mean, I'd literally do anything for you to not fuck Jeff again. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'll rob that bank right now. What bank? Our bank, <laughs> the one down the street. Oh, they fuck. know me, but they'll never suspect I'd rob it. <laughs> you know what? Give me my shoes. All right, the one's fine. The one's fine. Give me your keys. Your attacker is always someone you know. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, this guy is a fucking idiot. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You know, normally, like, a bank has a notepad or something you can write on. But this guy, like... Like, right at the door, too. Yeah, this this guy (laughs) premeditated what he was going to write on. Like, for one, why are you carrying your birth certificate around without intent? And so he just was just in this truck. He's just like, ah, fucking 
Uh, uh, napkin. No. Uh, this Ford. flips it over. Ford manual. Can't do that one. No, sir. We got to put that one back. This truck might be worth something at some point in time. Birth uh, certificate. Bank statement. Well, I don't want them to know who I am, so I'm going to use my birth certificate. All right? That's <laughs> right. the only logical plan here. All right. I rob you money me now, please. Give me your money. Partner outside. What if the teller was like, my money or like the bank's money? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is stupid. Like, I don't have a card on me. Like, do you have a a chip reader? I can't give you money if no chip reader. Sir, we have an ATM right there. It accepts all major credit card companies. (laughs) Are we itching towards a future where we only use the card chips? Uh, but it's a, I thought you were going to go towards the idiocracy no. thing. Some people still have just cards that swipe. I honestly miss swiping my card. Me too. I hate the chip reader. Me too. I think it's fucking stupid. Whoever invented that, fuck you. For the <laughs> second everybody, soul. And everybody at the same time were like, you know what? Just fuck everybody. We're going to do these. For the second time today, I used the uh, the no like touch like scan oh, the tab, tab, the tab card. You just take your work? card and put it on the, uh, the screen. It. And it boop. I did it that. It prompts you to tap I, it. I, I did it's that. Got, it's got to say, it's got to have the Wi-Fi signal, quote-unquote Wi-Fi signal on there. And that... On my card? No. Oh, my God. Credit cards now have Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> it, that fucking happens. I swear to God, I'm going to give up on society. Like, it charges you $3 for a hotspot? Yeah, absolutely. My, uh, my loaner card that I had to go to Chicago last week had Wi-Fi. And I was just like, Why? Why do I need Wi-Fi in this card? I don't have screaming kids in the back with tablets. Yet. What am I supposed to wait, do wait, with wait, this wait. Wi-Fi? The, 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 the car itself had it? Yeah, it had its it own was... Wi-Fi network. What kind of car was it? Do you have to pay for that? I, that's what I was wondering. Can I live out of my car? Some people do. <laughs> I mean, but like... Some people have like an O2 Motorola... Not Motorola Corolla. That's a fucking that's Toyota... A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toyota Corolla. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. It's a phone or a car. I started that with Motorola for some reason. That's yeah. a phone, but yeah, some people have been living under their car since like an O2 Toyota Corolla, which is kind of a shitbox. Could be, could not be. <laughs> Depends on how much love you put into it. Was it garage kept? Do you have sex with your car? I'm not going to give any condolences to this guy. I no. think whatever he did. And deserves. whatever repercussions are coming to him, he definitely deserves because he's a fucking moron, as I stated previously. Wait, do you think the fight was, I can rob a bank with my birth certificate, and the chick goes, no, you cannot. And he goes, fucking watch me. <laughs> fucking like, that, watch that is, me, baby. That is the absolute wrong way of how to rob a bank. <laughs> I bet he didn't even wear a mask or anything. According well, to the report, it didn't say he did. He, but... had, he had one shoe on, man. Like, he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't aiming was, for the fences. This was not strategic. <laughs> This guy made all the wrong moves. He would have been shot dead by the time he would have gotten out of that fucking bank. I don't even think the guy was considered a threat. Do you think he just like actually accidentally wrote on his birth certificate and was like, fuck, I need money for a new one now. I want to rob a bank for it, with it now. How, how, <sighs> what's to say that the fucking teller didn't like laugh directly in his face when Dude, he picked I, I up fucking that piece of paper? I sure would have. Yeah, it didn't necessarily state that he was armed or anything, so... He's got like the his finger in the pocket and a in a finger gun position. <laughs> I got a gun here. <laughs> <laughs> but did he have pockets? <laughs> he was wearing a cut off gray t shirt. So probably, probably like put it like in a short nipple or guns or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Machine gun jubilees. <laughs> All right. We got one last story for our wonderful listeners here. 
And our fearless leader is going to take the reins on that. Yep. So investigators identify foot found in Yellowstone hot pool. So I don't know if you guys know this, but the hot pools at like Yellowstone get like lava hot. Like they look like they would be fun and nice and relaxing, but they are not. They look a mighty steamy. Park officials said that the unattached appendage belonged to a Runho II, a 70-year-old man from Los Angeles, but it isn't clear how he ended up in the hot spring. So how did he just lose a leg? All right, so let's go. Part of a human foot found in a shoe floating in the hot springs of Yellowstone National Park earlier this year, belonging to a 70-year-old man from Los Angeles who died in July. Park officials said that Thursday, November 17, 2022, they also said they don't suspect foul play in the man's death, but also don't provide any more details. So was the foot, if he, okay, he was dead, but was the foot like cut clean off or like did it like I don't know, burn off? I don't. Well, you think I've, that they would know by that, by like I, so far, it doesn't say anything in the story. I haven't seen park staff found that rose partial foot inside of a shoe in the abyss pool in the park west of uh, Thumb Geyser Basin in August. Investigators concluded that whatever happened in Roe occurred on the morning of July 31st but nobody saw it. They identified Roe through a DNA analysis and notified his family, officials said. Abyss Pool is 53... Abyss Pool is 53 feet, 16 meters deep, and about 140 degrees Fahrenheit, 60 degrees Celsius. In such hot springs, water cools as it reaches the surface and then sinks as it is replaced by hotter water from below. The circulation prevents the water from reaching the temperature needed to set off in the eruption, like those that happen in the park's geysers. Okay, so, so go ahead. It was go 140 ahead. degrees for the water. That's not even boiling. It's not hot enough to like melt his. Or even boil. Boiling water is 212 degrees. I so, feel like that's another Jake fact. That's actually a fact. Is it? I believe you. <laughs> I'm not even going to look at it. Really up. easy to distract you. No, that's actually true. It's, it's 212, 212 degrees is the boiling point of water. See, so, I remember when freeze happens, it's 35 degrees. That's 32. 32. 32, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I was close. I like how you said when freeze happens. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so I have a theory of how this foot could have ended up and said hot pool or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> a all right, bit all right. Let's hear, of a hot let's hear it. Let's hear this theory. My theory is that the seven-year-old man like tried to stick his foot into a geyser, and it just shot his fucking foot off, and then it like flew through the sky into this pool. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like a boomerang, but of feet. And, uh, no, boomerangs come back. His foot did not come back. It did not come back. But it's like I'm just picturing a foot, and it's like a boomerang. <laughs> I just, I, I, I don't know. Like I just, I could just picture somebody like being like, "Look, honey," just like sticking their foot over a geyser hole, and it just like Shoots the water off. pressure just like cuts it clean off, and it just goes flying through the air and lands in that. <laughs> That'd be fucking wild to see, though. Yeah, would it bleed right away? No, because it, it would, like, shoot enough. out blood the second it would fucking... De- oh, See, I don't know it, how... No, it wouldn't be hot enough to seal the wound back up, so it'd, it'd probably just bleed back out. Yeah, I, I would think so. Because to seal Is the wound... Is that how geysers work? I don't geysers know. Geysers are 140 degrees. We just read it. 
get that geyser was, but it said it got hotter and the geyser. The lower you go, because there's magma down below in the chambers. Yeah, but then in the uh, Yellowstone, when it fucking Old Faithful, when it shoots out, like, isn't that fucking like boiling hot water? I would think so. I also, I'm also more like wondering what the actual pressure of the geyser itself would be. Exactly. See, like a water, a a power, a pressure washer that can cut a hand or cut a finger off if it's to the right. uh... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like, so you could be right on that. But yeah, <laughs> I think it's possible. Boomerang through the sky. I don't know about that. I never piece. said boomerang. I see a clean piece <laughs> being taken off, and that foot just like rides the geyser all the way up, and then just gets launched, and it's just yeah. <laughs> I'm not very like up to spec on the <laughs> foot anatomy of how or... the, the water affects the foot with the diameter and the angle. No, I just meant like the, the trajectory of the, the geyser pressure shooting the foot through the air into said pool. It also depends on the in. wind that day. If it's above 12 miles per hour to the east, you're fine. Yeah. If it's to the west, day, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate him because, again, we're back at this point where I'm like, I can't, I don't know if I can trust him. Dude, I don't know if I can trust I'm you. I'm a dipshit. Like, I can't be telling truthful facts. Well, with that, guys, I think we're at the end of our night. I want to go ahead and thank you guys so much for checking us out. If you're a new listener, awesome. Hit that follow button. If you're an old one, welcome back. We are Men of Misfortune. So go ahead and check us out on YouTube, our Patreon, uh, our Twitch. It's all Meta Misfortune or Misfortunate Gaming. I am your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. I am your reigning dipshit, Jake. And I am ready to get the fuck out of here. I'm also Riley Wallen. And I want you guys to stay misfortunate. And always listen to ma'am. And we're out. Dude, who the fuck said you could do that? Me. Thank you for joining us. Remember, always listen to mom.